Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. So let's talk some football. Let's do it with our guy, Baldy. Brian Baldinger joining the show now. Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls, of course, presented by BetQL. Get access to data, insights the sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You could also hear Brian with Jason Lock and Fora on Baldy's breakdowns with new episodes out every week. All you have to do, search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. And while you do that, search for uh, BetMGM tonight. Leave us all five-star reviews, nice comments uh, as well. Baldy, thanks for joining us, man. I got to start off asking you the same question we've asked everybody when we talk football the last 48 hours. Your biggest overreaction to what you saw in the preseason, especially with the rookie quarterbacks, because I'm already penciling in uh, Justin Fields if he starts as the rookie of the year. Half joking. Uh, well. Well, that's pretty quick. Um, (laughs) And I hate the Bears. I saw saw Justin last week. I was up at Hallis Hall. I was at practice on Tuesday, and I watched him. And, you know, he's really – I mean, I thought he was the second-best quarterback in the draft. Um, You could debate whether he was as good as Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they've been competing against each other since they were in high school in Georgia. Um, He's been well-coached. I watched him against practice. I saw him score touchdowns against the starting defense when he's running scout team. I saw him hit a, a deep over out to Jimmy Graham. You know, I watched him play the other night, and he played with a lot of poise. And, uh, you know, he's a, a serious athlete. He has a totally different component to that offense. So, I don't know, rookie of the year. I mean, it's a little early. He's got to get on the field. But it's going to be hard to keep him off the field. You know, you just talk to the veterans. You talk to the coaches up there in Chicago. They all tell you the same thing. The guy's a pro. First in, last out. Uh, asked all the right questions. Jimmy Graham says his locker's right next to his. The kid's, like, got his head in the game. Um, you know, he's got everything it takes to be great. And it's just a question of the opportunity right now. Baldy, one thing that I watched pretty closely was the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, I really wanted yeah. to see what Jalen Hurts looked like. I, I'm a fan of Jalen Hurts. I love his dual threat ability. I like his confidence. I think he's going to be a fine quarterback in the NFL. And uh, against the Eagles, I mean, excuse me, against the Steelers, he didn't look half bad. I mean, he, his final numbers aren't going to wow anybody. Three for seven, 54 yards. But I felt like he had a command of the offense. Uh, he showed good vision. One bad drop by Ertz across the middle, which would have kept that uh, that series going that he was involved in. What do you think about Jalen Hurts and also just the rumors about or the the, the momentum towards him being the starting quarterback and uh, the, the guys in the locker room really buying into what he's, uh, what he's selling right now? Well, I tell you, I've been around Jalen this offseason. I worked out with him. I mean, he's a natural leader. Natural. I mean, he builds relationships one-on-one with each guy, gets along with everybody, uh, hard worker. He wants to be coached. He told me that really the only guy that's ever coached him at Alabama, Oklahoma, and in Philadelphia prior to this year was Lincoln Riley. Mm. And it just so happens that's when he made the biggest jump in his career is at Oklahoma in that year. And he really learned a lot. He wants to be coached hard. And, like, some guys know how to do it and some guys don't. Now, you know, Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen and, you know, Brian Johnson, all the guys that are in Philly right now, I mean, by all means, they're, they're, they're pretty good, you know, teachers. And so I think if he gets coached up well, I think the offensive line is going to be very good. I mean, I think they're going to be very good. And so I think he's got a good chance. I think he's got a chance, you know. I mean, he's got to be able to, 
you know, move the team consistently and, you know, finish drives. And you love to see him at the end of, you know, the half and the end of games, you know, put points on the board, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, they just had two days of scrimmages against the Patriots. He got a lot of good work in. He's going to scrimmage against the Jets, uh, get a lot of good work in. And, you know, we'll, like Joe Flacco played really well, but, you know, no, nobody believes that Joe Flacco's the future in Philadelphia. Uh, it's got to be Jalen Hurts, or, you know, they're going to have to go back into the well. And, and uh, I, put, I put my money on Jalen, man, just what kind of person he is. Absolutely. We're talking right now with our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. Give him a follow on Twitter, Baldy NFL. You do the Baldy's breakdowns. There's a couple more quarterbacks I want to hit on. Uh, let's yeah. let's keep it with the rookie class. Trey Lance obviously had that dime, the 80-yard dime, but what did you see from him? Well, I mean, look, his first throw was on the move, and Brandon Ayuk dropped it right in his hands. Yeah, I saw Richie James drop one right in his hands. I, thought, I saw the tight end. A Craig Craft dropped one right in his hands. Those are three drops. Um, you know, he had a play-action pass on the goal line uh, that he hit uh, Charlie Warner, the tight end, in stride with. It was a perfect throw, 34 yards. Um, you, you know, when he throws the ball now, he's, like, he's got a presence about him. When he's under center, I mean, he's a big man. He's got a big presence to him. He's got a big arm, not just the touchdown throw to Trent Sherfield, but you can watch, you know, the, the outs that he hit. Uh, in that game, I mean, he put the ball on the money. And he got there in a hurry. I mean, he could drive the ball to the sidelines. He's got a natural motion to it. Uh, there's a lot to like about what everybody saw from Trey Lance. I don't, I don't care what the stats say. Yeah, yeah. he's got a you – know, the protection broke down a bunch on him. Um, you know, he got the ball knocked out of his hands. Nobody wants to see that. But, you know, you got you to gotta learn somehow. You know, you, at North Dakota State, you probably can – Hang around the pocket with the ball hanging around your knees, like nobody's going to get it out. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you bet in the NFL, they're going to, you know, they're going to be going for it. So you know, you got to make some mistakes for crying out loud. Absolutely. So there's two other quarterbacks I wanted to ask you about. They're both in their second year, but I'm kind of counting this as the rookie season, obviously for Jordan Love in the preseason. We're most likely not going to see him in the regular season unless there's a disaster in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers goes down. Uh, what was your take on his first appearance against the Texans, and then also? Tua, I wanted to hit on as well, because Tua yeah. got off to that hot start, man, and then I was like, ah, oh, man, he kind of looks the same. But uh, what were your thoughts on those two guys? Well, Jordan Love, you know, he, 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 they had two three and outs, and they, they, the offense was struggling. And then he hit a third down on the next series of play action, and it was a dime. It, I mean, I'm not saying it's Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, but there's some hot sauce on that ball. Like, he ripped it, and he had a couple of those throws. In fact, once he made the one throw on third down, you know, where they got, you know, they got a big chunk and, you know, they really got the offense moving, but he got hot. Mm -hmm. He he really kind of heated up and he got into a rhythm and it was play action. It was quick darts. It was, you know, it was like little easy bubble screens. Um, Yeah, I thought he got into a pretty good rhythm. And, you know, for a guy that hadn't thrown a football in a game in probably close to 20 months, I thought he found a pretty good rhythm. So I, he opened my eyes. Uh, and then, because, you know, if you read anything up at Green Bay, you're like, oh, you can't play. You know? right. Like, nonsense. The guy, the guy came around. He, he looked pretty good. You know, and then uh, Tua, I mean, Tua played well, except for, you know, that last throw in the end zone where he hesitated. Um, he had Adam Shaheen open. He's looking right at him. I don't know why he didn't pull the trigger right away. Um, Shaheen saw it. The seam was wide open. Chicago blew the coverage. And he just didn't pull the trigger. And then when he did, it was too late. 
And really, that was his only mistake. Everything else, his footwork was great. Uh, his location, his accuracy. I, I thought he looked really good. Baldy, I really liked what I saw from Drew Locke. And I also love what I saw from Teddy Bridgewater. Both those guys look comfortable. Um, I know the Vikings didn't really play anybody. But what do you think about that quarterback competition? Uh, Vic Fangio, of course, comes out and says neither guy uh, really separated themselves from each other, which I guess we can both agree. But I thought Drew Locke looked really comfortable um, in that first preseason game. Any overreactions that you have or just what's your analysis of that quarterback uh, competition that we're looking at in Denver? I, I, think, I think it's a real competition. And, you know, like uh, I think Teddy will probably start this week. Drew started last week. You know, and they'll rotate the guys and they'll give them an you know, opportunity to play with the number ones and, you know, maybe a, a longer, you know, series or longer look, that kind of thing. Um, I have a feeling they're going to end up playing both this year, mm. regardless of who wins the job. I, I don't think if, if Teddy wins the job that he's going to line up for 17 games, you know, and, and not get challenged at all. Like Vic Fangio, I mean, if he sees any of these quarterbacks either go in the tank, have a bad game, feel like they can win the game with somebody else. He's going to do that. His job's on the line right now. He knows he's got a good defense. So it's about production from the quarterback position. And be honest with you, I think both have to get ready to play. I don't think whoever starts September 12th is going to be, you know, in the lineup on January 1st. I mean, I just have a feeling both are going to play. Baldy, um, the guy that impressed me the most and I know it wasn't the flashiest. He only went 6 of 9, 63 yards, and a 12-7 yeah. win over the Giants was Zach Wilson. What are your early thoughts on him? Because, you know, he's, he's, got, he's got a little toughness where he was trash-talking on the field. You know, he, he showed off the arm strength, the accuracy, all in limited action. They're saying he's going to get more playing time against the Packers. I'm looking forward to that this Saturday. Your early thoughts on Zach Wilson? Well, he's going to be scrimmaging up there yeah. in uh, Titletown, USA, tomorrow on Thursday. So he's going to get a look, good look at a good pass rush. You know, the offense line will really get tested against Darius Smith and Preston, and, you know, they've they, they got a good rush. So that'll be good. And they they got a new defense coordinator, so he's going to see some looks that he hasn't seen on tape from Joe Barry. So that's all good for him. But I'm, I'm impre- I was impressed. I mean, the guy played the game with a lot of poise. You know, he's got a lot of juice in his arm. Um, he made two throws, I thought, to Corey Davis on timing that uh, were beautiful throws. Uh, he hit one over the middle to Keelan Cole in traffic. Um, you know, it was just a, a really good route combination with him and Jameson Crowder. And he hit Keelan Cole, like, perfectly over the middle. Um, you know, I, I, I thought he performed well. Look, the guy missed the first two days or three days of practice. Um, they don't have their whole starting offensive line in there yet. Um, they got to get Alicia Vera Tucker in there this week and really get that going. But, you know, all, all things, you know, I thought it was a good debut for him, really good debut. I thought if you're a Jet fan, you had to be excited by three or four throws that he made. Baldy, what do you think about this new taunting rule that's going on in the NFL? Um, a lot of guys yeah. have spoken out about it, especially after that play in that Panthers-Colts game, um, which was absolutely ridiculous, I, I have to say, um, that – Read it a 15-yard penalty. What do you think about this this taunting that's going on and just the players' reaction to it, and how do you feel about it? Well, I, I'd like to know what taunting is, what they're going to call. I mean, these guys trash talk to get themselves excited to play. Right. It's not necessarily a, about somebody else. I mean, guys talk to themselves out there all the time to get themselves pumped up. I mean, is that trash talking, or is that just Mike Evans? Like, if Mike Evans – 
and Marshawn Lattimore. They've got a blood feud that's been going on since they started lining up against each other four years ago. Right. Neither one like each other. Both bring out the best in each guy. Marshawn Lattimore can't wait to play Mike Evans two, three, four times a year. It doesn't matter. He wants to play him. They're going to talk. Like, are they going to just shut that down? This is one of the great matchups in the NFL. Uh, you know, I mean, I understand clean it up and let, let's, let, you know, let's, let's behave to a degree, but the trash talk has been a part of the game. Right. As, as long as the game has been around. Right. You know, it's just part of it. I mean, it's, it's part of the fun. So I'd like to know how they're going to call it and what they're going to call because I really don't know. Baldy, thanks so much, man. we got to have you on again soon. Enjoy the games this week. I look forward to it, guys. Thank you, Baldy. Can't wait. That right there, Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Give him a follow on Twitter, Baldy NFL. Insider calls, of course, presented by BetQL. BetQL here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books. Also download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. You could also hear Brian with Jason Locke and Fora, JLC, on Baldy's breakdowns with new episodes out every single week. All you got to do, search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Also, when you do type into that search bar look for BetMGM tonight Baldy joins us all the time 